Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rough sketch. <laughs> rough sketch. Uh, what's the difference between me and you? You, you. What's the difference between me and you? You, you. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that and in your head let this marinate. Saying you real but love jacking people for bricks and chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feel you would get lost And I'm trying to grab right by the head And stun the game like see often Cause nowadays it's rarely seen From CMC to do that quite often So I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave You know you talk about some flashy
can we acquire it? And why don't we have it, man? What's good, family? As we do each and every time we 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 set it off on hump day. I want to say peace to the gods. Uh peace to everybody out there that's on positive vibes only, man. Hotep Lafia. Assalamu alaikum. Islam. If I missed your uh your greetings of peace, I send that to you. So, today's topic, we basically we're going to pick up where we left off on Saturday afternoon <clears throat> with uh with learning how to leave a legacy and how to create generational wealth while we're here for our uh generations to follow behind us, man. And like I said, it's a big misconception of what generation generational wealth forgive me. It's 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 a lot going on right now, y'all. It's a lot going on. Especially where we're at in Ohio. We had a big a big dumb amount of snow to drop last night. So, you know, everything is a little little bit in, in, in slow motion today, but we're gonna get to it and we're gonna get get things going like we usually do. Uh I'm gonna let some uh callers get on here, man, because like I said, I really I didn't really promote like I normally do. So I've been kind of preoccupied, but life goes on and we're gonna get into it one way or another. But I'm just trying to get some stuff situated for y'all so I can get this information to you the correct way. Uh just to recap a little bit about what we talked about on Saturday. Uh some of the main points was basically just to to identify what generational wealth really is. And we're not going to go deep into it, but we, we are going to do a brief overview of those that missed the show Saturday. Uh, so what, what, what do you think generational wealth is? As we waiting for the callers to come in, we got a few people in the chat room, but my people in the chat room, what would you consider generational wealth? Um, you know, we want to demystify and debunk what we think wealth or being wealthy is and give you the real. Because we want, we want to know the real, man. We don't want to be thinking one thing about a topic and we really so far gone and that's you know miseducation and misinformation is the biggest uh or the main reason that we so far behind on so many things man so uh i'm here to educate stimulate uh uplift and as one of my uh my young mentors say unlearn and relearn Shouts out to my man, Derek Grace, too. Derek Grace, too, man. He's doing a lot of extraordinary things in the Florida area, man. He's doing it worldwide because the boy is internationally known. He's been speaking uh, all over the place. He got a a game, a board game that's hitting the the streets real soon. And and not just the streets because he got to pre-order them. It's in high demand called in-home banking and 
a lot of the topics of what I talk about on my show and a lot of these other conscious uh, gods out here speaking about this man has found a way to basically give you the game through entertainment because just being honest, a lot of us, that's the way we learn. We learn through music. We learn through entertainment. Uh, So the ingenious idea that he came up with by giving you the game, I mean, literally giving you the game on this uh, economic situation and, you know, it's, it's ingenious. You know, if you can imagine how they felt when they came up with the idea for uh, the a popular game called Monopoly, to them, it, they were given the secrets. To us, we were just playing a game. But see, the secrets that they were given were subliminal secrets. So we knew what they were doing, but we didn't know how to do it. So that's, uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk about as far as this whole generational wealth, how we can acquire it. Um, again, hats off to my man, Derek Grace. He's uh, definitely a person that I was trying to get on the show, but as you can, you know, imagine the man is, is hella busy uh, with his, his board game being uh, launched. Um, he has several books. He's a um, bestseller for two, I think two, he's two, two of his books. He hit the bestseller for, uh, he has, man, just Google the guy, man. He, he has so much going on, man. He's, he's so involved with, with his kids. He has homeschooled his kids and he has a, um, unlearn and relearn program. And when I say he's the epitome of generational wealth in 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 the flesh, and he's I think he's either twenty nine or thirty, young dude, doing it, been doing it. He got books, arts, games, got his clothing line. Uh, he got an in home banking or home home banking criteria that he laid. He got a podcast. The dude is. He's doing everything that uh, we need to do as individuals, uh, as as men, as uh, heads of our community, pillars in our community. Uh, two of his books, well, he has three. He has a three title book, "Gods Amongst Men." I highly recommend y'all check those out. It's 365 routes or routes to supreme being. Um, like I said, he got three volumes of that, and the first two were bestsellers. And he's been speaking, doing a lot of great things, man. I really was hoping to get him on the show today, but he will be on the show in the future. I guarantee you that. And I'm uh, looking to kind of bring him to the Ohio area so we can really get into the mind of a young man that's really changing the whole curriculum of uh, what it means to be a father. And what it means to be a leader and changing your 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 stereotype stereotypical thoughts on, you know, the the millennials or the generation Z, those individuals that, you know, a lot of us tend to throw away. He's really making a change 
in his community, man. So, um, not to stay stay too too much on him, but I could go on and on about this young guy, man. He's really opened my eyes to a lot of things. So, when you got some time, go to his website, Derek Grace Two, and it's T W O D E R R I C K Grace Two dot com, and you can just check out all of the great things that he's doing as well as go to his YouTube page, man. You can learn a lot from this guy, man. But since we're on the topic of generational wealth, I thought I'd just give him a plug because uh, he's he's actually showing and proven, man. Showing and proven. But his board game, you can order that on his website. Now, the game is $99. Don't Look at the 99 as a regular game. He's giving you game with this game. Um, just things about credit, about trust accounts, about uh, showing people what a ROI is, return on investments, the bottom line, like um, trade lines. Fractional reserve banking, credit utilization, all the things and the topics that I talk about on my show, he has in this game. And as you're playing the game, you're learning. You're learning how to play the game of life, the real game of life, the games they don't want you to know the rules to. So, yeah, man, that's a great investment, man. So get a couple of them. I think he has a deal if you buy two or three. You get, you know, one for, for free or one for half off. But, uh, yeah, Derek Grace, too, man. Make sure you check that cat out, man. Very intelligent young man. Okay, back to the generational wealth. Um, We gave the definition on the last show. So I want to give the definition on this show and then jump right back into where we left off because – we got a two-hour show, and I like spend my time with you guys, uh, giving you some information, giving you some game. But I also like to uh, leave a little bit of time at the end so I can connect with you. You know, get get into your head, see what you what you thinking about as far as the topics, the shows, and you know, I want to hear from my audience because I'm doing this for an audience. I'm not doing this just to be doing this. I'm doing this to, to reach people that's uh, tuning in and those that can't tune in live. I appreciate you for coming in and checking out the archive show. I, I, I'm able to, to see all of those stats. So when I see, you know, 50, 75, 100 people may have listened to an archive show, it's still love. You know, I appreciate all of the traffic, but my whole drive is to try and get the live interaction going and having people you know, talk to me while I'm on the air and so I can get your questions answered and you can uh, pick my brain and, and put me to work because steel sharp and steel people. So when you can get me to the point where you make me do some research, then that's good because I'm learning and you're learning at the same time. Shouts out to uh, Chicago. Got my first Chicago listener. Caller in, I'm saying. Um, there we go. My people coming, man. It usually take them a minute on the uh on Wednesdays and Saturdays to get on these lines, but 
I'm starting to see some some calls popping up. That's what I want. That gets me motivated. So, let's sum up what generational wealth. I don't know why I can't say this. It must not be meant for me to say generational wealth on the mic today. But uh, (laughs) what is generational wealth? Again, let me give you all a definition. It's usually referred to as financial wealth that is passed down from one generation to another, even though it can take other forms like traditions or heirlooms. Um, We all should be in a position where we're trying to build wealth so that we can pass it down from wealth from generation to generation, at least three to four generations. And when you're speaking on generations, uh, typically that's somewhere between 25 and 30 years. So you're not really considered wealthy until you're able to, if you were to leave today, example, if something was to happen to you and you left here today, your wealth should be able to sustain four generations or everybody in your line for at least 120 years. That's four generations. So, well, the, the 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 range is from three to five generations. So anywhere from ninety to one hundred and fifty years. Now, when you look at it like that, it, it gives a better understanding of uh, the difference between rich, uh, hood rich, and really wealthy. So, wealthy people, they don't deal with with uh with money too too much paper money is is not a topic for wealthy people they deal in in terms of trust and things of that nature so if we don't do anything as a people but learn how to create trust to learn how to use trust to protect our our wealth and our property and things that we acquire in our, in our lifetimes. If we don't understand that part of the game, we've already lost. So we need to get out of the mindset of, of wanting to um, be liquid or cash cash rich or uh, it's, it's kind of hard for me to you know put a put my hand on it because we're so trained to think that the paper money is what we're really chasing and that's that's the food game if your credit is 750 or higher paper money is not even nothing that you're concerned with because your credibility on your own right is that you can acquire whatever you want to acquire and you've developed a reputation that you actually pay your bills so you're not a credit risk 
But the thing is, learning how to establish trust, learning how to operate your trust accounts and to protect your assets with your trust, whether that be private trust, uh, corporate trust, uh, family trust, we need to start having these conversations about establishing trust accounts, especially when it comes to our families. Wills are, are, are okay, but the trust is what protects the investment. Trust are, are something that you can operate out of to reduce your tax liability. Because a lot of people lose property, lose money, they lose, they lose a lot just on taxes alone and not you know knowing how to to play that game correctly so we don't want to fall into the same trap once we do acquire something because if you look at our 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 athletes our musicians look at the people in our communities that we feel did well with their with their life and with their their money a lot of them lost their money due to education, um, not knowing what to do with the money, not knowing uh, how to protect what you purchased. So basically, everything that, that, that they acquired in their life, whether they were, you know, an entertainer, uh, athlete, everything that they acquired in their life, they just had temporary and it was somebody always waiting in the in the wings <laughs> to come and snatch everything that you worked hard for and like I said we see it time and time again there's countless people that were entertainers that had tremendous amounts of money uh, what we thought was wealth and before they died tax evasion uh, property tax all of these things related to tax that could take everything that you worked hard for just because you didn't know how to protect it. So that's what we want to get into. Um, how to protect your assets once you acquire them. How to acquire generational wealth. What are some demonstrations or some examples of uh, generational wealth? And why don't we have it? Why don't we have any old money? We don't have old money because our ancestors was never able to keep anything that they earned. A lot of people that did well while they were here, they ended up losing everything they worked for on technicalities and that's that's kind of common because if you don't understand what it means to 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 protect your investments and not to to get into purchasing things that don't appreciate we get into the the whole 
thing where we're, we're, we're buying stuff that depreciates. So assets versus liabilities is a big, a big um, area where we fall into that trap. Let me give you an example. The car you drive, whatever kind of car it is, it doesn't matter what, whatever kind of car you drive. And you could purchase a, let's say a 2018, 2019 Chevy Impala with bad credit or just okay credit. The money that you are paying for that Impala over the five or the seven years that you're paying on it with high interest rates somebody with decent credit or excellent credit with the same amount of money that you're paying you could be driving a Bentley now I know you're probably saying how, how can I drive a Bentley with the same amount of money that I'm spending on this Impala it's very simple people that have decent credit pay less for everything you can have a house me and you can have the same house let's just do that for an example because that's more realistic if you have a five bedroom house sitting on two or three acres let's say it's a quarter million dollar house half a million dollar house five hundred thousand dollar house your credit score is 625 you're going to pay anywhere between 9 and 15% interest on that on that house over 30 years 15 to 30 years now my credit score I'm, I have a 775 I might pay 2 to 3% on the same house we got the exact same house but over the time of the loan or the mortgage you ultimately are going to pay $700,000 just in the ballpark range you're going to pay about maybe about seven, dollars $800,000 for the house now I'm going to pay maybe around 600000 over 30 years. You're talking about the difference of a couple hundred thousand dollars just because my credit score is 100 more than what yours is. So 100 points could cost you $200,000. That's how serious it is. And most of us, if we in a position where we, you know, could even get a $500,000 home, we get in the home, we work 20, 30 years making mortgage payments, paying property tax, trying to upkeep the property, and something happens to us 
on our health or our job or something. Now we have no problems making the payments, the mortgage payments, maintaining the property tax, and the house goes in for a closure. Me being your neighbor and me being the person with that 750 credit score or higher, I see your house in foreclosure. You're next door to me. You pay into this house 20, 25 years. <laughs> I take a loan or get a loan and I purchase your house while it's in foreclosure for pennies on the dollar. You've been paid maybe 500000 on the house and you lose the house. I, I pick up the house for a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's how generational wealth is passed down because lack of understanding, lack of protection of our assets that that we've acquired over a lifetime. How many heirlooms, how many uh, properties, homes, uh, gold, Cash, bonds. How many of us on the call right now? Whose mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, great grandmother, great grandfather has left something for you or some siblings or maybe even your mother and father? If you ever ever had an inheritance of property, uh, gold. Even even if they left you a car or something like that, man, it's it's rare in our community. Now I'm not saying that none of us has uh, you know had some inheritance money or something of that nature, but I can honestly say I have it, and a lot of people that I know have it. So it is rare to to, to say the least. But we got to change that, man. We as a people have to change that And Let's just say You worked your whole life And you never really acquired wealth While you were here You you was just a regular person That went to work 40-50 hours a week You know you, you, you worked the same job 30-40 years You know you put your time in You retired um, And you know after we get a certain age It's it's, it's destined that we all going to leave But What you can do To kind of give your Your family a head start Is to try and at least At the very least Take out a, a decent uh, Life insurance policy For yourself And if you are too up in age Where you can't do it Then the family as a whole Needs to come together And take out a policy on uh, the elders in the family and, and don't look at this as being a come up look at this as being or look at this as doing what other people do other uh, races this is common this, this is nothing that's looked down upon it's it's common. We're all going to live. We're all going to die. But how we leave 
our children and our children's children is based on us. And in the scripture, it says that we are supposed to leave at least two generations something. So whatever it is, you're supposed to be able to leave your grandkids something. Not your immediate siblings. They should have been able to acquire things of their own. So if I'm a grandfather, my kids are okay. They're, they might not be great, but my kids are okay. But if I leave something to the grandkids, my kids' kids, then that kind of takes the pressure off my kids. As well as while they're working and, and, and bringing them up, they have some security knowing that what their grandfather left them will step in in case of our demise. Now, you're here. Your, your, your father's gone or your mother's gone, but they left a little something. And then you can leave a little something, not just for your kids, but your kids and your grandkids. So then you're looking at two, three generations where if you had three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars or even a million dollar life insurance policy. Now your family has a, a head start to be able to do something. Whether it's paying off your grandfather's house if he didn't pay it off or uh having some startup money to, to start your own business, uh some money to go to school without worrying about tuition. Because that's where we get blocked out of the game trying to play their game. We do need to educate ourselves and, you know, learn trades and learn how to conduct ourselves in commerce. But we don't have to do the traditional route. We don't have to pay an institution $200,000 for education that you could get for 50000 if you invest in the right materials and books, uh, webinars, uh, seminars, and learn exactly what you need to learn for whatever trade that you want to be in, you can you can save $100,000 in student loans. When you go to college, you learn from books. The experience of college is what you're paying for. You're paying for an institution to be able to say you, you came from that institution but the information is the same and with the internet and with uh, technology you can learn just about anything online today but you also can self teach yourself it just depends on how you are and your dedication and, and your focus. Some people need to be in a structured structured environment in order to learn. Some people don't. Use 95 in your niche. Learn to create some income. Learn how to pay yourself first out of that income. Learn how to create a budget. And as you're acquiring your checks, paying yourself first, you get to a point whether it take you three five years that little stash if you pay yourself and put 10% to 
to the side every pay period for a year, two years, however long it takes for you to get that startup money that you need to invest in something, whether that be property, whether that be a business, whether that be somebody else's business, if you invest in the company, especially a startup company that has the potential to, you know, earn a decent amount of money or even go public and, you know, you sell it and you you flip it because 50 cents got a part of a a deal with the vitamin water. Pretty sure y'all familiar with it. Now, I want to pull up the exact amount of money that he invested in. Because this is just going to blow your mind if you haven't heard this story. And I just couldn't get it. So I refused to Shouts out. And speak after that. To all my melanated family in the world that may be checking this show out, coming close to the end of uh, Black History Month, I'm going to give y'all black history tidbit here too, before this is all said and done today. While I'm pulling this information up, uh, make sure you go to Blog Talk Radio, whether you're on the call or if you're on the site and just follow me El Divine Bay follow the show that way you'll get notified when the show's coming on and you'll be able to tune in if you can't tune in live you can always come back and check out the archives you can also download the shows that way you can listen to them on the mp3 you know whatever device that you're on so you can get the information in case you're not you know able to listen right away so We'll build the audience up to where, you know, the the calls and the chat rooms are flooded. That's where we're going with this, man. We're going to start doing some serious advertising, some serious uh, networking with some individuals all throughout the country. And every time I'm on a call and I, I speak to someone in the area that I haven't spoke with them before, I try and make that connection because I know the power of networking. And I want to make sure I get those individuals that's checking in the opportunity to expand their platform or whatever it is that they're trying to do. Okay, back to 50 Cent. 50 Cent was approached with uh, an opportunity to invest in vitamin water. And this was back in 2004. Man, it's been a long time. Wow. 2004. 15 years, man. It seems like it hasn't been that long, but it, it's been 15 years. Now, 50 had a, a, a great run, you know, when he was doing this music thing. So, imagine someone approaching you when you up. You might be up maybe 10, 20, 20, 20 million. He was doing great. Um, they approached him on an investment for the vitamin water. And I think he invested somewhere between two, three million dollars. Um, that two or three million dollars ended up being a billion dollar deal with Coke and 
50 basically made a lick. Now, you can consider that generational wealth. Um, when you're talking a billion dollars, and even if he only got a fourth of it, 250 million, 100 million, you can live off the interest of that well. And if you put it in the right compound interest account to where this basically you could never spend all that money if you just lived off the interest but those are things that we come into by being aware of, of or having insight on something that's going to happen that the rest of the world doesn't believe in so if you Put your 10% to the side. Like I said, for a year, two years, three years, whatever it, the case may be, and you have five, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars put up and and an investment comes your way, or you can invest in something to where you're a partner or you got, you know, a percentage of, of this company or that company. You never know what the next big thing is going to be, man. That's what's beautiful about life. We don't set the tone of what's going to happen. It happens. Somebody else's energy is is pushing for it to happen. And ultimately, it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. And most times it doesn't. But if the energy is there, it, it will happen for them. Because persistence dedication and commitment always always comes to pass so if you you hear the saying you put your mind to it you can do anything you truly can but obstacles will always be in your way but can you overcome those obstacles and get to the other side that's the thing and a lot of us fall privy to not being able to get over that hump. But another uh, person I want to talk about as far as uh, they did a similar thing that 50 Cent did was uh, my man Nas. Nas invested in uh, the doorbell app that a lot of you guys are using right now with your homes. Uh, and he invested a few million in that investment, which turned around and netted him, I think, $40 million return on his investment. So the saying that you, you need money to make money is true, but you need to have insight more so than anything. You need to have guts. You need to have uh, no fear you can't be scared in this world that we live in and think that you're going to play it safe and be okay you're not going to get wealthy like that you have to take risk but you have to take calculated risk risk with little to no you know repercussions so nothing's a guarantee but if you feel in your spirit something's going to take off, you need to jump on board <laughs> because that's how 
the wealthy get wealthy. They take risks. And if you're not a risk taker, then maybe wealth is not something that you're going to be able to acquire. And that's fine, too. Not by taking risks. You might acquire wealth just by, you know, navigating the family's wealth. Two or three uh, elderly individuals in your family passing within a three to five year range and you as a family put your funds together and y'all made sure y'all secured life insurance policy for them for like I said a half a million to a million dollars and you're talking about three to five years depending on their life expectancy how old they are in the situation the health situation in three to five years if you maintain those policies you're looking at Two, three million dollars that your family will have to be able to get that leg up to uh, get in the game so I know it's topics like these that we don't like to talk about as uh, people of color but we need to talk about them more because that's how you get old money everybody don't get it out the mud most of the people on Forbes list I think it was 60% of them 60% 60% of the people that are on Forbes list were privileged or basically had old money. So they were in a position that they couldn't fail because they come from money. Another uh, 20% of those came from gambling winnings or something like that. And then another 20% got it just from hard work and what they want to lead you to believe is everybody gets it by doing hard work from coming from you know nothing to acquiring wealth like the Oprah Winfrey Um, those stories are rare but those it's it's people out there that do them they create those stories they they really came from nothing and, and made something from themselves but are those stories common? Hell no. <laughs> like the Oprahs, we say it with a plural, but it's not a lot. Not a lot of Oprahs in the world. But it is a lot of, of, of individuals that's doing extremely well that you don't hear about that's not in the public. And that's another thing we want to talk about when it comes to this generational wealth. The difference between public and private and how those individuals move in the private sector (laughs) that's how they maintain their wealth because uh, they do business in the public but they are private people and they they stay behind the scenes you can call them what you want to call them but the 1% top money earners in the world dictate what 85 to 90 percent of the rest of us uh, do like they control the media they control the news they control what you wear what you eat like they are really, really running the world Now, I mean, we could debate about it if we really wanted to, but it's it's really not a debate. 
because it is what it is. What we can do is just try and get ourselves in a better situation with our family. So, like I said, we want to be able to leave them with something. We want to try and acquire something while we're here. And if we can't acquire it to the point where, you know, we can leave what we built, we can at least do the bare minimum of establishing life insurance policies for for our elderly and for ourselves as well but when you know you have uh, relatives that it's up in age and you don't you know you don't foresee them getting past the next five or ten years man it's it's a good investment because although we love them we know people are going to leave here and if you're not in a position to help your family in their demise or in their, you know, ascension, then what what are you doing? Are you investing in yourself? What are you what are we doing? Like we going to work every day. We we we, we buying designer clothes, we driving the car we want, we have a house. Uh, but what what are we really doing? What how are we setting up our our children and our children's children? Are we looking out for them, or are we just gonna let them keep leading the blind? The blind leading the blind. Like we have to do some different things in order to get some different results, man. Okay, let's let's get back on topic. How can I build generational wealth? We've been speaking on a few different uh, ways to to build it. and I mean, it's no one set way to build generational wealth. Things that have to to be in the loop of, of, you know, creating generational wealth is you have to have generational assets. And that's things like property, um, commodities, gold, silver, um, businesses. Like, if you acquire businesses, those are things that could be handed down as well. Um, whether you started that business or you invest in that business. See, we, we have to stop thinking money and start thinking assets. Like if you have a dividend paying stock, that's the asset. That's a generational asset. See, now if you own your stocks and you have a dividend paying stock, so that means every few months, like every two or three months, quarterly, money is going to get deposited into your account because you own these assets. It's it's a it's an, another example of residual style income. Linear income is you're trading money for time. Residual income is you're doing something once and you're getting paid over and over for that one action. Like writing a book. It might take you a year to write a book. But once you write it and you put it into the universe, 
people can buy that book for the next 20 years. And every time someone buys that book, you get paid. The book might turn into a, a play, a stage play or a movie. You get paid for something you did a long time ago. That's residual income. Like musicians, they do the same thing. When they make a song, it's a popular song. It's a song that's been played and bought 20, 30, 40, 50 years. We can go back 50 years from today. And there's a song that was made, that was a hit, that they use in movies, they use in commercials. Those are examples of generational wealth, residual incomes. Michael Jackson had a music catalog that was tremendous, and his kids are benefiting from that music catalog. So whenever those songs are released or put in the new movies or a new generation that comes to know and love his music, his children are getting paid from that. Now, if I told you it was three ways that anyone can build generational wealth with 25 to $500, you'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> you literally can start off between 25 and $500. It's 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 just how you invest your money. What you invest your money in. Twenty five dollars. You can invest in dividend paying stocks. When you invest in a dividend paying stock you are acquiring a portion of a company that somebody else built and that thousands of other people work for and they're giving you a portion of their profits. I know that, that this that's hard to believe and I know you like, where is he getting this from? I'm getting it from study. I'm getting it from research. I'm getting it from looking into how to actually acquire generational wealth and these things, these types of things are out here. Dividend paying stocks. I want you to Google that. Write that down. That's, that's number one on my list as far as being able to invest as little as $25 and building up your nest egg to becoming wealthy. Now, there's plenty of great places to open up stock investing accounts um, E-Trade is one of them Charles Swabs but when you talking about a new company that, that's out here killing it and a dividend trade only costs you like $3.95 per trade a company called Ally Invest, A L L Y Invest. Do some research on them. I'm not gonna go all into it, but do some research on Ally Invest. Three ninety five per trade. Now another thing you want to 
look to invest in if you really want to acquire generational wealth. And I know you heard it a thousand times, but it's it's a reason behind that because you got to invest in some form of real estate. Now you can invest in real estate with a little five hundred dollars. <laughs> I know you like. Come on, L Divine Bay. What are you saying? I'm saying. In the old days, you needed a lot of money to invest in real estate. $500 wouldn't cut it. But thanks to technology and advances in technology, real estate investing has become democratized. Democratized. <laughs> now, if you have $500 or $1,000 in your pocket right now or in a bank, you can get started investing in real estate through a platform called Fundrise. F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E Fundrise Fundrise gives you the ability to invest like a millionaire But with $500 It's the first private market real estate investing platform So what, what Fundrise does is They combine technology with new federal regulations That lets you invest in the once unattainable world of private investment. F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E. Fundrise. Now these three keys that I'm giving you guys, <laughs> this is some privy information. I'm, I'm trying to invest a little more time in this topic and I want y'all to go back and check out the first show because I did did the background and did the history but I want to give you some real keys that you can use to start getting it now I'm giving you examples twenty five to five hundred thousand dollars I mean money that you, that you actually have in your bank or you can have within the next week or two. I'm trying to show you, get started somewhere with some of these options that I'm putting in front of you and, and just see if, if your money doubles, if you get 10% on your investment, look at that as a win. If you invest your money in 401k for 40 years and you get a 7% return on your investment in 40 years, you think that's a win? I'm talking about giving you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% return on your money in days. Now, if you can flip that from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, look at the money that you can acquire in 20 years, 40 years. Same concept as a 401k, but your 401k money, they don't even let you touch it. You can't touch your own money without being penalized or them taking your money because what they're doing is they're using your money, my money, and anybody else that invests in 401k money, and they're trading with your money on the stock exchange, and they're pocketing the profits while they're giving you minimal return of investments on your money over a 40-year period, and they know you won't take the money out. Because you get penalized. So if they playing with your money for 40 years. Imagine. How much money did they really playing with. When you look at. 
how many Americans that's invested in 401k? We just got to wise up, people. We got to start opening our eyes and really doing some research, getting involved in these money circles, um, networking with with people that's um, forward-thinking because you can't know everything. You have to be able to trust and invest your funds with someone that that has the time and the the knowledge and the dedication to bringing this to life. So my company, Divine Wealth Principles, that's what we're about. We're about teaching wealth principles because I figure if I can teach you these principles and you learn the principles of investing, of of credit, of uh, real estate, of marketing, crowdfunding. If you learn these key principles, effective banking, um, assets versus liabilities, commodities, if you learn these basic principles and apply them, you can. This is wealth that you can hand down to your kids and your kids' kids. That's that's my mission. It's not just to to, to you know come up on my people who know it's to maybe me to help teach you so you can teach somebody else in other words I don't want to feed you I want to teach you how to fish so you can feed yourself so your family can feed each other because if we get this information spread to the masses to the hoods, to the streets, to the ghettos and then all of a sudden the wealth changes it's an even playing field it's going to take us a while to catch up to them but just being able to get some of what they've always had and we, we're a unique type of people we've been making a way out of nowhere for so long hustle has been all of us but imagine if we could learn how to hustle legally and get dumb money with it. <laughs> okay, another way to acquire some of this generational wealth is to lend out money. Now, look at yourself and the money in the example that I gave you if you were saving. 10% out of every pay period you take 10% off the rip put it in the savings account um, some type of interest compound interest savings account so the money can you know build on its own and every every week you put on it or every two weeks it's, it's gaining compound interest and you're sitting on about four or five thousand dollars and you can lend out money on your own terms. Now, I say your terms is you want four to six percent interest on your money, and that'd be at least a twenty-five dollar minimum. So, if somebody borrows twenty-five dollars from you, you can charge them four to six percent. Um, not a lot. 
but we want to keep the, the percentage or the interest low so people will come back. Now, let's do a round figure. You can start at $25. Let's keep it, let's keep it small, and then we'll expand on it. Let's keep it small and expand on it. So, let's say you have $25 in your bank account. And somebody needs to borrow that $25. Now, it's just sitting in your bank account, so it's not making no money, right? Okay. So this individual says, I need to borrow $25. You say, okay, this $25 that I'm going to lend you, I'm going to have to charge you 6% when you pay me back. Okay, so when I come back and pay you back next week, I paid you $26.50. Not a lot of money, right? But in the old days, if you wanted to lend money to somebody in particular, you would take in on a pretty risky business unless he or she put up some form of collateral. But now, thanks to technology, you can spread out the risk by only lending your money in $25 increments. Now, that same $1.50 that you earned off that one $25 loan, multiply that by 10. So now you got $15. You made $15 off for $250 this time. So you 10 people who loaned $25 and you made 15 bucks. I know you, some of y'all thinking, that ain't no damn money. <laughs> now, let me show you how this works. Let's say borrower A needs a $25,000 loan. Now, instead of going to one entity like a bank or a rich person to borrow the whole 25000 they go to 25 people. I mean, a 1,000 people, and they borrow $25. Some of y'all see where I'm going with this. That same 6% on $25,000 it's $15,000. Now, it's a 1,000 people that loaned that in this in this scenario. And if you divide that by 1,000, it's the same $15 or $1.50 from the $25 investment, right? Now, just to say, you are the $25,000 holder. You got $25,000. And you lost the whole twenty-five thousand now. You made fifteen hundred. Now, fifteen hundred dollars is fifteen hundred dollars. If your money is in the bank and you're not going to make fifteen hundred dollars on your twenty-five thousand dollars, not at your bank. Trust me. But say you loaned that 
25 grand out in a month or how whatever the terms is, they pay it back. Even if it was a year, you're not going to make 6% on your money at a bank in one year. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Check your bank statements and see how much interest your bank pays you to let your money sit in their account. So that scenario with the uh, $25,000 loan, they borrow $25 from a thousand people that's in this pool. And this scenario presents much a less risk because the most anybody that's a single investor will lose is $25. And such an arrangement would have been administratively impossible 15 years ago because Who's going to keep up with a thousand people with their little twenty-five dollars and a dollar fifty cent they gonna make on it? It's like that's you know that's unheard of. But thanks to the wonders of the internet, that's now very possible. And the peer-to-peer lending industry, uh, as it's known, is thriving for borrowers and investors alike. So, and we did a twenty-five dollars. Maybe you got twenty five thousand sitting in your four one k, or or you done saved up or invested in. You you are the twenty five thousand dollar holder at fifteen hundred dollars. Boom, that's one loan. Now what if that happens in time? What if that happens 10 times in one year? 1,500 times 10 is 15,000. Off of the same 25,000. You see in the exponential growth that uh, technology can flip your money because I'm going to tell you something, people, and I'm only telling my people this because you're my people. Once you're past the point where you're you're considered a a lending institution or a private bank or something in that realm, you 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 come to figure some things out. One is that you realize that there isn't any money in our system. I know you saying it is money. It's not. No money in our system. It's a lot of debits and credits. And so, if you're running an institution where all of these people are investing their twenty-five dollars or their thousand dollars or twenty-five thousand, whatever it is, and you have the ability to debit accounts and credit accounts, the money is not moving. There's no gold being sent here or there. It's just somebody pushing a button saying that this amount of debits is going here and this amount of credits is going here. And when the money's paid back, the interest is accrued and the funds are made. But the, 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 the institution that's facilitating the loan is making money off the interest. And you might be getting that 6%, but they might be getting a 4% kickback. So the total interest that the other person is paying is maybe a 10% interest, but you're going to earn 
46% interest on that. So if they're facilitating all of these transactions, of course, they're going to make their money. But I'm saying all of that to say this, there's no money. It's only debits and credits. So position yourself to where you can become a bank or a um, an institution that's set up and ran like a bank. It's 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 an amazing way to make money. Uh peer to peer lending. You might want to do some research on it. Um the lending club, if you can earn returns of three to eight percent on your money, look them up. Lending club. Uh so I gave you the lending club, I gave you fundrise, I gave you Alley. Automated investing with professional management. Like all of these companies, man, it's, these are companies that are doing things that have never been done before. <laughs> and all of these things can make money while you sleep. Do you understand the power of what I just gave you today? Like I need somebody to get this. You got a thousand dollars. It's income tax time. I, I do taxes as well. Midwest Tax Services. Uh, you can look me up. Uh, but all of my companies are uh, divisions of Divine Wealth Principles. So, DivineWealthPrinciples.com. Go there. Hit me up for a consultation. Uh, anything you want to talk about concerning finances, whether you're setting up estate planning, uh, trust accounts. Uh, if you want to speak about real estate investing, you want to talk about our crowdfunding opportunity, even though we're going to, we're going to coin it something different because I don't want to be grouped with the crowdfunding term. Um, I believe in being unique. So we're working on some, some titles and some names, but it's going to be the same concept. If you got 5,000 dollars to invest in some of these things that I spoke of like the real estate, the online real estate thing you put a couple thousand in fun fun rise so now fun rise is, is allowing your money to be invested in these private investments behind the scenes through an app and you just getting your money. You investing a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there, and you're making money on a weekly to monthly basement basis as opposed to letting your money sit for 40 years. So Lending Club, Fundrise, and Alley, A-L-L-Y, Automated Investing with Real Estate, peer-to-peer banking or peer-to-peer lending i'm sorry we got to get out of the the term of banks see with with the lending club you can earn way more interest than you could with a bank just by getting involved with this peer-to-peer lending so it's, it's more so me you and 
thousand people, we get together, we put our money in a pool, and an automated system facilitates whose money's being pulled from. And when people need a loan, they borrow the money, we lend them the money without all of these criteria and these rules and regulations that the bank's trying to jump you through all of these hoops. They need money, they come in, they borrow it. We have it available, we lend it to them. They pay it back with interest. We earn money from the interest. So our money's making money. Best case scenario to make money is let your money make money. And all of this is being done automated. I need y'all to understand this, people. <laughs> I need y'all to understand this, people. <sighs> the degrees of information that I'm giving away for free, I should be... I should be... I'm not going to say that. I, I'm, I'm doing it because it's something that, that that's passionate to me because I want to see us win. I want to see us on top of our game. I want to see us making changes in our community. If we don't do anything with this information, but change the way that your block looks. And then once you get it, you teach your, 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 your family members, your homeboys, change the way their block looks. In three to five years, we can look up and see what was once coined the ghetto or the hood as a beautiful neighborhood or residential area or whatever they want to call it. If we take care of our own instead of waiting for someone to give us a handout to take care of us, like really commit to it, man. Like we got to get the the momentum, the pride back in being cool with who we are and where we are. It, it got to start somewhere, man. And these these three ways, they, they're minimal, but the the impact it can make, and it's 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 basically you're investing and you're letting the machine. <laughs> do the work it's like it's on automation man if, if you got 25 to 500 dollars you can get in the game put your money out there and, and, and see what these uh, apps and platforms do for you like I said if you don't do anything but double your money your money sitting in the bank is not going to double you can put a thousand in your bank at the end of the year, you will have $1,007. That's on the high end. So if you want to wait a whole year to get $7 return on your investment, keep investing in the old-fashioned private banking system. You're going to continue to be where you are. Running in place. <laughs> And the puppet master is going to continue laughing and keep making money off of our hard work, our hard efforts, and their families are going to continue to thrive. Okay. I gave y'all some, some nuggets, man. Um... I'm going to give you a couple more uh, 
ways that you can earn some money, man. I took a look at a blog income report from December of 2018. This blog report showed, and it kind of, I had to pause because I'm like, damn. A blog report. Now, this is Blog Talk Radio. This is a form of a blog. Um, I also have a blog where I, I write I put out newsletters once a month. Um, but this blog income report that I saw. It started last year, around December 2017. And they made $44,753 just by traveling. Like they were traveling the world and blogging as they traveled. And they earned almost $45,000 before expenses like and that's that's amazing now with the blog it's just a personal finance blog and they you know they did screenshots and breakdowns of exactly where the money comes from just showing you how many different ways untraditional ways that you can make money just by starting your own blog. Like I said, this is a blog talk radio show. Um, There's ways that you can make money off this platform and, you know, eventually, once my audience grows, it'll it'll make money itself and, you know, it won't take me any effort to really do it if, you know, once I get, you know, 100, 200, 300, 500,000 listeners people are going to want to advertise their products before during and after my show and in doing so they 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 pay the site and the site pays me and i think it's some type of split but just think about it now i'm doing something that i'm passionate about that people need to hear and once i start getting the word out getting the message out and more people start to share you know, the fact that I'm on the air and more people are being helped. The audience is growing. I'm putting out positive energy and the energy is coming back because now people want to advertise on this platform. It's Hey, karma is real. Energy is real. We put it out, we get it back. Reciprocation <laughs> is real. So this example that I was speaking about, um, it's a couple they went to Italy. And on their trip to Italy, they blogged the whole way. It's literally like blogging, look at it like this. It's like it's like a digital piece of real estate that makes money for you, whether you're sleeping, traveling, or doing whatever in life that you enjoy doing, just because 
people take an interest to what you're doing and you're posting it and people are following you as you're going through your journey. Like everybody's journey is not that interesting, but it's people out there that really are invested in what you're doing. Whether it's a reality show, reality TV show, reality TV is, is taking over. Scripted shows are still, you know, they still have their place for now. But the reality shows, the Big Brothers, the the marriage counseling shows, the love and hip hop, these things are really leading the way. Like it's amazing. So you don't have to have a big network. It's people getting famous and getting rich every day off of Instagram, off of Twitter, because uh, they have these massive amount of followers and and people are tuning in to them so if they put a product in front of you they got a million followers and this t-shirt company says wear this t-shirt today we're going to give you x amount of money and however many clicks or likes that we get we'll give you some more money kardashians have coined that market so well anything that they want to sell they like the new McDonald's. That's generational wealth, man. You can start to acquire generational wealth from your Instagram homepage, your Twitter homepage, your blog. I mean, $45,000 blogging while you're traveling. Dude, it makes me want to check myself like, what the hell? Why am I not important (laughs) That these people Are earning $45,000 Just traveling to Italy It's amazing man Hold on Let me correct myself I do apologize This $44,753 That they made was not for the year that was a month yeah that was a month they left for Venice on December the 20th traveled to Florence Rome Naples and uh, Amalfi Coast before they rode back home January 4th That's crazy. So this $44,000 was made in a month's time, people. I don't know what your bank account looked like or how it's set up, but if I could make $10,000 a month blogging, that's one hundred and twenty grand a year. The same couple, man, um, their names is Logan and Caroline Alec. They grew their personal finance blog from $0 to $30,000 a month within one year. And like I said, their biggest month was $44,000 in the month of December of 2018. That is disgusting. In a good way, not a bad way. Wow. Wow.
Let me give y'all some of their, their tips. Timing is one of the biggest uh, roadblocks for people because they say they don't, they'll never have enough time to do a blog. Competition. There's so many bloggers out there. Nobody's going to take interest to little old me. And then the qualifications. I'm not that great of a writer, man. I, I don't think this is for me. Man, these are excuses. What is the worst thing that could happen? You could succeed. If you put your blog into the universe and you advertise it and a few people catch on, man, things catch on like wildfire out here. The stupidest shit. Cats on YouTube. They, I don't care what kind of... You can Google cats on YouTube any anytime. Any cat on YouTube, I guarantee there's millions of views. I just Googled it. I YouTubed it. Cats will make you laugh your head off. Funny cat copulation, 86 million views. Do you know what 86 million views generates an income on YouTube? Three weeks ago, funniest cats and dogs, awesome, funny pet animals, life videos. Three weeks ago, 1.7 million views. I, 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 I'm, I'm just overwhelmed at how many ways that you can make money in this day and time that we're in that, that we as people don't tap into. So at the end of the day, man, excuses are just comfortable lies that we get that, that gets you nowhere. All the excuses in the world do nothing but immobilize us. They keep us comfortable operating at the status quo. So in other words, it, it feels good to make excuses, but they excuse our inactions. They let us stay in our comfort zone and not do anything. But excuses are nothing more than lies, man. The company of the couple that I'm I'm speaking about, um, they started their blog in De- in December 2017, and in a year they made forty four thousand dollars in one month. Man, that's crazy. If it took you a year to make forty four grand in one month, dude, people make that a year. That's people's salary. And they didn't do Jack, but traveled to Italy and blogged about it. So the competition, they said that their niche was personal finance. Same thing I'm talking about. It's hundreds of bloggers, maybe over a thousand by now in that personal finance lane. But this couple, an Asian woman and a Caucasian man, they succeeded. Now, their qualifications as far as being personal finance bloggers, they were accountants by trade. 
And they really weren't the greatest writers, but they do have the ability to communicate their ideas in writing. And that's basically all you really need to do. You got corrective text and corrective spelling, so you don't have to worry about, you know, being a wordsmith. I want to quote Walt Disney. And I really should find somebody else to quote, but it's a famous quote. Um, I think Walt Disney said this. You know how they take everything and, and, and coin it as theirs. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for this. Walt Disney said, the way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. <laughs> and that's just that's just it in a nutshell. You got to stop talking and start doing it. I'm almost about to open the call up. I see you got, uh, I got to scroll down and see how many callers. Look over about 25, 30 callers on the line. Um, I really haven't even been engaged in the switchboard. Forgive me. I've really been kind of uh, delving into the information that I'm giving it to you today because my research, as I research for my topics, I, I, I genuinely kind of get, you know, um, a few facts and then I kind of go off what I know this in current events and kind of find my way and, and, and it's good that I do that because I don't want to feel, you know, like my shows are scripted or it's something, you know, this, I'm just regurgitating information for you. I like to discover things as I'm uh, conveying information to you. A lot of stuff I know, but a lot of stuff I'm learning as I'm, as I'm, as I'm conveying information to you. So like the thing that, that just blew my mind was the fact that these, this couple I thought this was $44,000 a year that they made blogging. This was a month. I'm about to really invest in this blog talk show, man. It's like I did this because I wanted to get information about credit repair, uh, establishing business credit, estate planning, trust, all the things that we talk about concerning finance. I wanted to get that out to the masses to where it would be affordable for those as opposed to traveling the country doing seminars. Um, I'm still going to be doing those, but I want to build up the demand for me to come to different areas of the country. But that was the whole purpose of me doing this was to try and get the people in uh, my state this information as fast as possible. You know, them coming and, you know, making donations, uh, to where it's not a burden on people. So trying to help people financially with their finances and expecting them to pay you is kind of an oxymoron because if they had it, they wouldn't need you. So let me go into the the chat room. Um, I was going to take a couple calls, but I got 15 questions in the chat room. We picked a deeper question. See if 
anybody's on topic or they just ask for general information. <laughs> okay. I don't know where she's from, but her screen name on here is She Ready 615. She Ready 615 says. I don't even want to bring that topic on the on my comment. Let me see. She got to act a little a more um, general question because that that's a, a she basically she ready is asking about maybe five different things and I'm I just need her to narrow one thing down. Out of these five questions, which one are you more interested in getting some information on? Okay. She states, this is she ready, y'all, 615. She states that she wants to invest in apartments and commercial real estate with Fundrise. And yeah, that that's one of the topics that we were talking about. But she wants to know how does she go about getting involved. Well, if you go to Fundrise and you click on their link, it's um, it's a pretty easy process to fill out to get involved. Once you're involved with your investment, like I said, it has to be at least five hundred dollars to get involved with that because you're investing in apartments and commercial real estate um, with the little bit of money or however many much money you can afford but I'm going to give you a synopsis of what the whole fundraising thing is so apartments, commercial real estate now you know high rise apartments in big cities or small cities just as long as they're new and they're you know nice living quarters and as well as commercial real estate you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in these type of properties now you can invest in a large scale real estate for as little as $500 with this company Fundrise so Fundrise has about currently about 220 something thousand users. Now, a couple hundred thousand people, and they all invest in a minimal investment of $500,000. Do the math, people. She ready 615. Take your, your phone or your calculator out, and I want you to multiply 500. Times two hundred thousand. Now, with a minimal investment, if they have two hundred thousand people with five hundred dollars, that's one hundred million dollars of capital that Fundrise has access to at any given time. So, 
this is still a fairly new company. <clears throat> now imagine if there's one million, one million users that invest five hundred dollars each. Now you got five hundred million dollars of liquid cash to to buy commercial real estate apartments. You're going to lease out. You're going to uh, improving, reselling. Um, you're doing a lot with a little. Now, your investment, your return on investment. I gave you some numbers. I told you it was anywhere between 6 to 8%. How much money do you want to invest in Fundrise? It's just questions, man. What would you invest in Fundrise, knowing the, the buying power that they have? See, my company, like I said, we're going to come up with the um, we're going to coin our our investment side, but I don't want to call it crowdfunding. Like they didn't call theirs crowdfunding; they call theirs Fundrise. And they just want to set themselves apart from the norm. And once people dig into what Fundrise is, that people can invest in apartments and commercial real estate for 500 bucks, I'm throwing my 500 bucks in the pot. Now, you can invest more, but that's the minimum amount. So if you got a thousand bucks and you just put it in Fundrise, you can see a return on your, on your, on your investment, six to eight percent. Now through, and I'm just going in a little further with with uh, she ready, brown on this fundrise through their real estate investment products. Investors usually earn between eight and eleven percent on their money last year with this company because they only been out for about a year, <clears throat> all without painting a wall, dealing with unruly tenants, you know. The hassle of the city, compliance rules. I just, just kind of grasp this, man. It's like to be an investor of a commercial property for as small as five hundred dollars, dude. This is unreal. It's unheard of. But these are the untraditional ways of doing business that are available out here now. And the minds that come up with these ideas are just forward thinkers. They're trying to eliminate the whole banking game because, like I said, they're running things, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a good question. I mean, I really, um, I put those companies out there for you guys to do the research on, but I don't mind answering questions from my callers and my bloggers because y'all are the reason that I'm on here doing this. I'm motivating you guys, maybe getting you in your communities or wherever you're from. Uh, maybe this will put a fire into you to get involved with some of these companies and then you can reach back out and let me know, you know, how it turned out. How, how did it play out? 
Tennessee. That's that area code. I knew it looked familiar, but oh, she ready. 615, Tennessee. There you go. I hope I answered your question, love. Um, we're going to answer one more. Well, two more, because this is a pretty, pretty straightforward one. Now, checking your credit score. This is a way that you can earn some passive income. I'm going to tell you how in a second. My company, my company has uh, partnered with a couple of these um, companies where you can check your credit. Um, now, in order to, to receive any benefits from them, they they issue me a personal link to where, you know, it's like a referral service. If I refer you to one of these companies and you get your credit score, then I get a little kickback. But the the power of that is once they give you your referral link, and that just 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 follow me here. <laughs> now, say the referral link to one of these companies pays ten bucks. If someone signs up for their credit monitoring service, doesn't matter if they sign up for one month or, or you know, a year. But if they sign up from your referral link and you get ten bucks, what happens when one month a thousand people sign up from your link? Just the link you put out there. You've been pushing your link, and just a thousand people clicked on that link. In one month, and you get a ten dollar commission on that. That's ten grand that could hit your bank in any given month. So, I mean, you can't even begin to know the power of residual income or any of these passive income opportunities that I'm speaking of until you get involved, man. You get Put your put your put your hat in the ring. Look up some of these things that I'm giving you. Jump in there, become affiliates with some of these programs, and post some links. See what happens. Everybody has social media. Everybody has LinkedIn. Everybody has Facebook. Everybody has Instagram, Snapchat, whatever platform or social media that you 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 uh, frequent. Put some of these referral links out, man. Make it jazzy. Make it something. Put it, put it behind a, 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 a animated post and just have people click on it. Because when they click on it, it takes them to a, a jump link to refer them to something that that you're promoting. And you're getting paid for it if they sign up. So, you know, some companies give you some type of commission for the click itself, like ClickBank. But, um, some of these other ones where they actually give you a uh, commission when people sign up. Hey, promote those. Most of them give them an opportunity to do something for free. Now, if you have a 401k and you are one, one of my listeners, <coughs> excuse me, you need to contact me. If you're serious about investing and, and about uh, creating some generational wealth, 
and you have a 401k, I need you to jot down my number. It's 866-7-DWP-LLC. Again, if you have a 401k and you're looking to invest, jot down this number. one 866 Seven DWP LLC. I'm gonna give you the numeric, but it's easy to remember. Divine Wealth Principles LLC. So one eight six six seven DWP LLC or one eight six six seven three nine seven five five two. Call me, text me, leave a message, let me know that you want to invest, or just text to that number. Invest 401. If you have a 401k and you're looking to invest in property, any of these uh, items or, or, or apps that I share with you today, if something you want to invest in, or if you want to contact me personally, I advise you to contact me personally. Because I know ways to be able to borrow against your 401k without them giving you any fees or penalizing you. I have institutions that I'm partnering with that will loan you up to 85% of your 401k to invest in business. Uh, If you want to start a business or if you're uh, looking to have a jump start on your business or whatever you're trying to invest in it has to be a valid business though so I can get you together with my business development team and we can create you a LLC or an S corporation and then we can get you some funding against your 401k your 401k is not touched the only way they would ever touch your 401k is if you defaulted on the business loan And then that way they'll have access to get their funds back. But to be able to borrow against your 401k without penalizing you, without taxing you, this is peer-to-peer type thing. So peer-to-peer type thing. And your collateral is your 401k. So if you're interested in starting a business, getting some things done, investing in some real estate, investing in some of these options, give me a call or text. Text the word invest 401 to 866-7-DWP-LLC and I can get you on the phone with some of our people from our finance team and we'll work it out to where you can borrow up to 85% of your 401k without touching it you have access to whatever if your 401k is 100000 you got 100000 in there you can get $85,000 to invest in your business, some of these uh, options that I was just speaking on, you got to get in the game. And if you got money sitting in your 401k and you can borrow against it, let's do that, man. That way it's not hurting anything that you're already doing. You can continue to live the way you're living and at the same time you're investing in your future without waiting on that 401k 
or that retirement day to where you get the funds and you're too old to enjoy it. So come on, man, let's let's stop playing the old game. Let's uh, get to some generational wealth. Let's create some old money. Uh, let's learn and start going to some of these seminars and learning how to set up your your family trust, your private trust. Uh, let's get into some uh, state planning. Go check out my uh, previous archive shows on life insurance, the different types of insurance, and some some insurance companies that I refer. Um, think about some home banking, the the peer-to-peer lending, the crowdfunding information that I'm speaking of. I'm going to be launching our campaign for what the name of our company is going to be, but. I want to get you in a position to where you're invested in your own company. You partner with someone that's doing similar things like the the fund companies and the funding. Uh, it gives my mind the name of the companies that I was telling you about earlier, but Fundrise. Like we want to be able to create our own Fundrise here locally and in your community so we're trying to partner up with some individuals that see this they get it and we don't need 200,000 people to get those kind of numbers but it helps but if we had 100 100 people investing in $10,000 we could start off with a million and grow from there but the thing is we have to start somewhere and I want to give y'all the opportunity to take advantage of these possibilities before things change drastically with our administration, man. So get in the game, y'all. They got Ebates out here, too. <laughs> like rebates, but they're Ebates with Amazon. They're giving you $10 just to sign up to basically get cash back for items that you bought or you would have bought anyway so you learn how to shop with Ebates that's an easy quick look as well um, we might touch back on this topic in a week or so but uh, I got to gear up for Saturday Saturday show is going to be something a little more refreshing because I could talk about generational wealth and some, some avenues where you can earn it all day. But I'm not going to waste any more of your time. I appreciate all my callers that were checking in today and everybody checking in in the chat room. I see a few people on my Instagram live. Um, it was a good talk, man. There's some good nuggets in here. It was slow to get started, but hey, every day ain't going to be perfect and I need y'all to bear with me when I'm when I'm when I'm getting into my zone but we got there and the information that you got on here is priceless. I just need y'all to, to tune in, lock in, and get focused, man. Continue to support. Go to blogtalkradio.com, Eldervine Bank. Click on the donate button. It will take you to a PayPal link. You don't have to have PayPal to donate. Everything is appreciated. So peace, love, uh, Islam, Hotel Palapia. Assalamu alaikum. This is all just greetings of peace, man. So, 
I'm about to check out, man. I will get with you guys on Saturday afternoon at one o'clock, and we go speak further. Um, I'm gonna leave you with GTC, one of the local groups from my city. It's called Get Paid. It's really ain't nothing to say. Get paid, get paid. Said it really ain't nothing to say. Get paid, get paid. It really ain't nothing to say. Get paid, get paid. It really ain't nothing to say. Get paid, get paid. Cause I'm gon' get it shown up.